Welcome back to Where Are You Really From? My name is Stilia Elgovish and I am still in London. I have another London guest, a guest with an accent, Paul Gannon. A guest with an accent? Ge- Can I just say, that's accent. rich. Yeah, it's, it's that's racist, basically, to say <laughs> a guest with an accent because... I like an my ac- accent. An, an accent compared to what? To white Americans. <laughs> yeah, probably. Very true. Everything's foreign that way. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're like the, the main thing that we all should compare ourselves. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's how it feels like. Yeah. Well, it's all right. We're all created equal, apparently. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Keep I, I don't know. I prefer the British accent. Really? Yeah. So I don't know why. It's what like, kind of British accent, though? Specifically. So ev- everyone asked me about that, and I feel like any British accent. No. Yes. There's got to be something. I love. I love that. So you heard that that's the Essex uh, accent. Essex. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's a little bit geezer. I can, thing is, I can't really do accents. I can barely do my own. <laughs> so, uh, I was going to say Brummy. Do you know like Birmingham accent? Where it's like, oh, I can't. This is where I embarrass myself now. And kind of, <laughs> all right, darling. You're all right, dear love. You come to the Black Country. I like that, that too. Right, yeah. Okay. Well, then, so so I, that, that's the thing. Okay. I like every British accent. Or about harsh scouse because I can because I'm from the northwest, but I'm not proper Liverpool. Okay. So I'm near Liverpool, but not quite. Okay. So you could do the hard. You go. I'm like, damn mates, what are you fucking playing at? Oh, that, that? that's the vulgar bridge. That's the kind of yeah, okay. harsh. I like, I like that too. Right, I can't. I, there's no help for you. Yeah. There's no. Help, even, even Scottish accent, like I like it. Like, it's much. Luckily, harder I can't than, do Scottish. Much, <laughs> much harder than than the British accent. I, but I can try and do Billy Connolly's version. It's like, hi. Hey, Jobby. <laughs> that's it. That is. I think you've now heard the range of my so, okay, that, and that's quote it. unquote acting skills. <laughs> Who was that? I think it was in the last episode with Tom Tuck. We tried to do some accents. It was really fun. Well, he should be able to because, you know, he's a trained actor. He's, yeah. you know, he's a very much You'll a lovey. in many countries. You know, oh, you know, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, so he should be. Yeah. Whereas I, I can barely do my own. And then after that, like I, I, we talked about the fact that like, in in America, if you're going to do an accent of someone, they might think that you're racist. In America, so like an American accent, America doing an accent from outside the country, or yes, oh, okay. yes, and it, it started like you you know Matt, my husband is a very funny guy mm-hmm. and very open minded, but he told me that I'm racist after I tried to do a Korean accent. Well, this is this is the weird. Okay, so this is like my logic of taste. But it's like there are some accents you can do and you can get away with because there's a broad comedy thing. So okay. I could do French. I, I could do a really poor French accent, right? And you'd go, ha, 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 how amusing. If I stood a Chinese accent now, it'd probably get really uncomfortable real quick because I don't know, for some reason, me, a white guy doing an Asian accent is, and is, it is, not pleasant to listen to. Or I do. I, I, so for me, when I'm also it, not going to do that. When, <laughs> just yes, for the record. No, but when Matt told me that it's racist, I was like, no, it's not. It's it's fun. It's like I I yeah. love to see like other comedians or other even not comedians trying to do Israeli accent. I find it hilarious. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to try that. I'm not that sensitive. It's not going to be. Like, oh my god! It's not that like I said something racist while I did. I guess the, it's. I guess the it's, accent. I guess it's partly down to the voice and partly down to like how we stereotype uh, nations. And so it's not just the Asian accent, for example. It's the the uh, what, it's it's the offensive connotations you put on it as well with the the eyes and the skin yeah, so tone. Yeah, so if you're gonna the, say something yeah. about like the skin tone, for example, that yeah. might be racist. But yeah. when you're just trying to talk like them, no, no, that's that's fun. All right, 
Like in Israel, in Israel, we're a country that there's so many people from all around the world, like Moroccan Jews and then Polish Jews. And we always like try like we we have like those okay. stereotypes about those people. So yeah, <laughs> you can call us racist, but it's fun. Right, you've heard because, it. Because you heard the, it here first. Yeah, but but no no one is that sensitive about it. It's not that someone would be like, oh my god, don't talk like that. Don't like people well, it's, like, it's, okay, it's, you're laughing at me. I'm laughing at you. That's perfect. Yeah, it's it's weird though because I think it's it's one of these things where yeah, there's humor involved, but when you're acting, you can argue that it's part of the process. But when you're comedian, you can say it's like taking cheap pot shots almost. So that's why I think there's a delicate it is cheap line. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, but that's <laughs> let's be honest. I would say eighty percent of comedy is probably cheap pot shots eloquently written but still you know it's the same kind of thing i don't know it's i think comedy it's trickier especially if you're a white guy yes to do accents without yeah. coming across as an insensitive it's a white guy with, that speaks yeah. english yeah i feel like we, when we speak a different language we have the more room to, to possibly make fun. yeah yeah especially in america <laughs> yeah, because for me one time i said the n-word when i arrived there because no one told me that you shouldn't say that we, we didn't wow. get like anything like any instructions at the airport by the way don't say <laughs> the n-word also you're not allowed to say the c-word oh we say that all I the time i know can't 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 i love that like, my podcast like, is almost built on that word so it's amazing yeah, yeah. But, but it's for me i find it stupid that there are words that you're not allowed to say there's a person who's there's a comedian have you heard of peter cook yeah i think so so he was a uh writer comedian actor uh who performed with dudley moore and Dudley Moore was huge in America and Peter Cook wasn't. Long story short, this is what I'm getting to, which is a roundabout way of just saying Peter Cook is the person in the UK who said the C word, the cunt, the best. There's a couple of albums he released. What do you mean the best? Like, like how, the, how do you say that the best? It's, it's like the way he says cunt is dripping with venom and anger, <laughs> but also beauty. Like the, the great thing about that word is how many sounds come out of it when you say it. Yeah. You've got the hard, you've got this lovely volume of... Uh, and then the hard All right. at the end, that, which is why sounds, it's a punch of a word. You it's know? an amazing word. I think I like it. I mean, I don't like yeah. it like it. But yeah, and in America, you're not allowed to say that. They call it the C word. It's like Voldemort. Like, don't say his yeah, name. Yeah, don't. Like, it's like Macbeth. You can't say it because <laughs> they have to do some weird kind of <laughs> curse to, to oh relieve yourself. Oh, my God. But yeah, Peter Cook, best person ever who said the C word. And if you ever get a chance to listen to his albums, which are brilliant, called Derek and Clive, he did with Dudley Moore. There's a long thing I can get into about those albums, but basically it's improvisational comedy between these two guys and there there's no holds barred, there's no limits, there's no there's there's no there's nothing they won't say. Okay. But as a result, it is very offensive, very extreme, harsh. I love stuff. that. I love that comedy. I love it. And, was... and also I love I love like cultural comedies with like stereotypes. It's yeah, you can it's it's kind of cheap, but but it's it's fun. I think it all depends on who's doing it and how they do it. Yeah, that's true. You that's know what true. I mean? It's the same old adage of I couldn't do something as as clever as any. Well, you know what? On reflection, I'm not that clever a person. Full stop. So I tend to work within a very small wheelhouse, and that is mostly swearing. So anything outside of that is a bit scary to me. But <laughs> if you can find a good performer who can make all those stereotypes or whatever work. And it makes sense in this context for it. Congratulations. I feel I felt bad a little bit yesterday at the show and I just talked shit about Boston. I didn't talk shit about Boston. I just like said <laughs> the truth for me that they're very fake. The Americans. Not all okay. of them. Not all of them, of course. Like, But it, it is like a, a true stereotype. So you're planning to go back to this country afterwards, right? Yes. I'm just going to say, you know. Yeah, what? but the, the podcast is going to release in the summer. I'm going to be oh, there no, already. You're fine. Yeah. You'll be in the country by then. <laughs> But yeah, I didn't. Wow. I didn't say any shit about the country itself. Okay. We talked about some of the people, 
And there are just I, like I, so I, many of them in Boston. And I'm like, oh my God. But it's, it's strange because when I went to Boston, I really enjoyed it. I admit I only saw a small part of it. Okay. So, you know, I'm talking yeah. about the, the college area. Yeah, like so, so they're not yeah. there. They're like North Americans people over there. <laughs> the, the, it, it's, a, it's a strange place, but then you, you journey out a little bit on the freeway. And then you see the real Boston, so to speak. You know, yeah, you so see the outside, urban, yeah. yeah. Outside, but also inside. Inside, I feel like it's stronger than the outside. Because okay. I work in a restaurant and every second, like, I don't know, I feel like sometimes they look the same to me. Right. Like, the way that they dress and the way that they get their hair done and, and the way that they talk. Like, okay. Oh, my God, that's so pretty. I love your nails. Where did you get them done? I love your hair. I love that. And she even doesn't wait for an answer. She's just like... She's already thinking about what she's going to say Yeah, next. it's just like, <laughs> she's just saying that to say that. So, oh, I see that whole forced kind of pleasantry. So it's, it's super fake for me. I'm like... Uh, to be fair, though, I think that's just people in general these days. Can I, I'm going to have to sound like, so, no, like so, an old man. I think sometimes... We're so miserable that we just go yes, through the motions yeah, of being they, they happy. Have not, they have nothing else in their life besides like fake, We don't like, want to engage happiness. with it. We don't want to engage with reality. So we put this kind of, have a nice day. Good to see you. Missing you so all. I, I think I'm one of those people that like really stand behind the have a nice day. And, yeah. And thank you so much. I mean, no, no, I but Americans, for example, every time like, I would give them a glass of water. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And like, don't appreciate that. That's a glass of water and it's free. <laughs> It's not like they gave you like a bottle of mineral water it's free and they for told now. you. Yeah. It's free oh, yeah, for now. that's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so she appre- that's why she appreciates <laughs> it. Okay, now I understand. Because now you never know when the next one's going to come. Yeah. And how much you're going to pay for it. Yeah, that's oh, true. Oh, that's the future. Yeah, yeah, that, it and is. That's the my satire done for the day. <laughs> why? Do you think that one day they're going to charge us for a glass oh, of tap God, water? If they can, they will. I don't want to yeah. sound too pessimistic because there's a, there's a corn of. Hope within you, willing to pop into a popcorn of joy. Yeah, when they were going to pay for air. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. You know. When we're going to ruin the air that we have, we'll need to have new air. Yeah. Or, the people you know, that will make the air are going to charge us. It's it's likely. Yeah. I mean, you already people willingly pay for, pay, pay for bottled water. And so when it, you know, I mean, we do pay for water anyway. You think about water charges. This is, I'm sort of being really boring right now. I do apologize. <laughs> I didn't think when I sit down for a comedy podcast, I'd be talking about water bills. <laughs> But, you know, maybe one day. But we're still grown-ups. You were still grown-ups. I just want to uh, be in a situation where they don't charge me for a living. Oh, no, they do. That's called taxes. They do, yeah. Oh, then we're all fucked. There's so many type of taxes that they would make you pay. I think I just realized how naive I am. In Israel, we have a a thing called Arnona. And basically, you pay to the city hall for how many squares your house is. And it's usually like... like a council tax like we have in this country. Where they measure Do you the have size. that? Well, we yeah. have a thing where they measure the size of your house. So if you live like in a, in a building with a supermarket or like a business, so you yeah. will pay less because I have oh. no idea why. But but yeah, there's some little rules about it. But but you basically you pay for nothing. It calls Arnona. It even doesn't sound real. Oh, right. And yeah. That's popular then. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. It's really <laughs> annoying. Like where my mom lives, she pays, I think, like around like uh, almost 100 pounds per month. Or for it's, a couple of months Yeah, or but that's yeah, good compared to the UK. Because I think, like, for a month, council tax, depending on where you live, it's around about 200 quid. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's expensive li- living in London. So oh, it, London. it is so expensive. Like, I feel like it's everything, the same numbers, like, dollars in Boston, there's but not, in pound. Yeah, no, there's not like, much difference these two, days. Two dollars for coffee would be here two pounds. When I was younger, and I used to go to America for, like, Disneyland, because, you know, that's the only... 
<laughs> that's what I think kids know about America when they're growing up. It's like yeah. New York and Disneyland, and that's yeah. all they care about. No, Hollywood, scratch that. Three things kids know Yeah, about. Hollywood too, yeah. So, and then I, now the Universal Studio. Oh, uh, yeah, but yeah. I like the idea of back then, I'd go, a pound means $2 in America, which means everything's cheaper or more. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. we went further, and now it's like you go over there, it's like, oh, it's, it makes absolute <coughs> no difference. It does. God, I'm sounding like my dad right now. This is, this, is this the podcast where I turn into my dad? Because I think I'm beginning to. <laughs> yeah it happened I feel like my mom sometimes and I'm like oh my god what's wrong with me yeah do you know if you realize like you spend most of your teens rebelling against your parents and then one day you go I'm just like them yeah yeah I know exactly it's, it's where weird. I weird when I, did it happen to you oh recently no not recently yeah. a few years ago I was having one of my many metal breakdowns and I caught myself having a rant but when I heard the rant like separate from me it was like that is my mum talking that's oh my, my mum intonation that's what she'd say that's the, the rasp and I was like, oh, I've got to stop this right now. And it was weird. It was, one of those mo- it was one of those real clear moments where I was like, I can't behave like that anymore. Yeah, but from ah. the other end, like, I don't know, like, when I, when I was younger and it happened to me that I was like, oh, my God, I sound like my mom. But then now I'm like, I do appreciate my mom and I like her. So I'm like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, 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 But it depends. Sometimes I'm like, oh, my God, I don't want to, like, no. Well, I just, We're I kind get- of scared, like, being our parents. We are because we don't want to be them so much growing up. You want to say, I'm original and unique yeah. and different. It's like, yeah. well, actually. And also, and also, I feel like we um, we don't give them the respect that they need because for for us, for most of us, like our parents, we see them, it's going gonna, it's gonna to sound terrible what I'm going to say, but they, they look like losers to us because <laughs> they didn't make it big time and they live like most of us, of course, not like the kids of Kim Kardashian, I'm sure I'm that sure. they... That's, <laughs> I mean, they might, made to, be fair, it. to be fair, they might look at their parents and think, oh, yeah. we just yeah, don't know. Yeah, we don't. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like every person would look at his parents and think that they're losers because they could do that better. They are embarrassing all the time. Yeah. And yeah. But then I've realized the older I get as well, the more if I had a kid, they would absolutely hate my guts. Oh, I think yeah. I'm typical yeah, I know. dad material. The dad gags, the, the eagerness to help the willingness to do DIY without any formal training, all that kind of stuff, I'm happy to. That's basically where I can split myself down the middle. My dad side of me is all the wanting to help, people pleaser, you know, kind of don't get okay. stressed about things. The mum side of me is rage and and sarcasm and... Uh, you just described my mum in two different people. It's <laughs> incredible. Yeah, so that's, I, that's what the swing is, I think. On reflection, I kind of think that those parts of my parents, I'm actually quite proud to have in me. Okay. Because I think my mum was hard, what we would say is hard-faced, where it was like she took no shit from people. And I remember one story she told me where she was in school. And, you know, this is back in the, what, early 70s, when you could a teacher could still hit a pupil, you know, okay, punishment. Yes. Yes. And so my mum got made an example of, apparently, in this class. The teacher dragged her to the front of the classroom, put her hands out, and then got this big wooden ruler and whacked it over my mum's hands. So what my mum did next was she oh turned around, punched the teacher, walked out the class, and never went back to that school. Oh, my God. She's she's a hero. <laughs> well, that's, she it, is. Yeah. I, I was always thinking, okay. Yeah, like, I, I feel bad about those like those times in our life that, like, I, I I guess that you didn't have that, too, probably, you know, that what? the teachers hit you. No. It was a big thing. Like, Plenty of teachers probably like, did want to hit me. Oh, yeah, yeah, but all of my teachers wanted to... to I had yeah. one teacher threaten me with an umbrella. Oh, my God. And he, he threatened to insert it in me and open it. <gasps> wow. He was very angry. What happened to her? 
Him? Him. Um, I don't know. The last I heard, he had a complete shit fest. Shit fest, sorry. Uh, I don't, you know, even that doesn't is in a shit fit. It's probably a bad. You know what? I'm going to stop like, again. If, for me, for me I, feel, I feel like I want to make it only to go back to my school and tell them, like, fuck you, I made it. Yeah. No one believed in me here. I've quite not reached that point yet. The, in my the, worst, the worst thing that happened to me, there was one teacher that really hated me. And she told me one time, like, I don't know, like in front of all of the kids, like, First, tell your mom to pay the, the, the bills to school and then, like, talk to me about the, oh, the wow. trip. Yeah. Yeah, she was really super stupid lady. And Batya Zuckerman, if you hear it, I hate you. <laughs> but then, like, the worst thing that happened, it was a few years later. I didn't finish my army service. Uh, oh, what a okay, shame. Yeah. yeah, because I had comedy and I wanted to be a comedian. So I moved to Tel Aviv and then I was working in a, in a coffee house. Yeah. And she was there one day and she saw me and it was her waitress waitress and they looked at her and like, Hey, how are you? And she was like, Oh, you're here, you're not in the army and I was like, No, I like I stopped, I'm doing comedy now and she was like I knew that nothing is gonna come out of you. Wow, what a And bitch. I was like, You're not even in school anymore, like stop And like, also you're a fucking teacher. She's a cunt. <laughs> oh my god, I love the fact that I can say that. Is that freedom? Oh, but she is like you don't treat kids like that and you don't talk to kids like that and you don't talk to anyone like that no especially kids i mean look i mean don't get me wrong kids can be pricks proper pricks yeah yeah that, i know that get away with murder but i think but the worst she I, even wasn't my teacher that's why i hated her so much oh, what, like, so you even don't have the rights to like be mad at me or not with me in the in the class taught you anything no so she's just vindictive miserable. yeah she just hated me yeah for wow. no reason i would never forget her well, she's dead now. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I'm just going to presume. Yeah. Yeah, she was pretty old. <laughs> <laughs> just waiting. It's yeah, a waiting but, game. But you don't tell anyone in the world that, like, oh, I knew that nothing would come out of you. Because you, want, you wouldn't say that because there is still one chance that he will make it. And then you're going to feel so stupid. So you just don't. And also, it, it, it's like... <sighs> Very few people, quote unquote, make it anyway. So what's the definition of making it? Is it just keeping yeah. a roof over your head, having family that you can feed and being reasonably happy in the life you've chosen? That's probably fine. Yeah. But if she's thinking, why aren't you a scientist solving illnesses? You know, or... That's my mom. That's my Jewish mother. Oh, really? I think you should go to study something. Why aren't you? My mo- this is the difference, though, I think. Your mom says, go on, be a doctor or be a scientist. Yeah, my mom's Jewish. dream for me was to work at Disney World. <gasps> Oh my God! My family obsessed Your with mom Disney. is not Jewish, that's for sure. No, she's yeah. very Catholic. Yeah. Although I will say she very rarely goes to church. Yeah. So okay. she's one of those Catholics where doesn't go to church a lot. But if you don't go with her on Christmas Day, you're you're godless and evil. Oh and my like, God! That's fine, mother. But um. But the Jewish mothers, they have that thing. I think like, all mothers have that thing, but I think that the cultural. I say the word cultural a lot today, but you know, like the. Circles families moving, religious groups yeah, and families yeah. have Religious desires moving, yeah. that fit their culture. It all moves. Yeah. So my mum just wanted me to work in Disney World. Ideally in Epcot. You, did you? No. Although Why? my sister did eventually. <gasps> really? She got one of us to go to in, Disney in the end. Disney, in Disney World? In Disney uh, World, yeah. Oh my God, that's a dream. It was my dream when I was a kid. Like, really? One day I'm going to work in Disney. Do you still want have that dream? You, it could no, still I'm in comedy now. I have no time. <laughs> like seriously, but but I've met a girl that worked for Disney, yeah. and she also worked for my uncle in Paris, and she was Minnie. Oh. And when I was 18, I went to visit my uncle, and she used to give she used to give me the they have like a card, like an employment card, yeah. 
and she used to give me the card and I just like entered for oh. free so I just went there every fucking day it was amazing oh, that'd be great yes and 25% on everything oh like food and things yeah food and souvenirs they went back with a suitcase full of overweights that my uncle had to pay because All right, what ride? I was 18 and I didn't have money what, per, what part of Disney World would you work at then Where would, um, what ride or what part of the park so first thing I have to say, I have to give a huge compliment to the people that work on the Tower of Terror in Paris. Yes. They are not the same at all in in uh, Florida. Uh, but the people, they're like, they're acting amazing. Well, it's an interesting they're ride, so that one. In, they're, but they're so into the character. Yeah. And they make it even scarier than what it should be. Because apparently, it's like, amazing. Yeah, apparently, because I watch a lot of YouTube videos about theme park rides. Okay. I'm reasonably obsessed. I, I, yeah, I did that um, for they a while, say, too, at some point. They teach the actors who do the Tower of Terror ride to behave differently from anyone else in the park. Yeah. Whereas most people are kind of inclusive and come in, even on the Haunted Mansion. They're like, come on, come and play. Yeah. They're kind of like, no, this is miserable and gonna have a horrible time. And yeah. they don't do eye contact. Oh, yeah. He kept, he kept saying, and it don't helps. come back. Goodbye. Yeah. I don't want to see you. And the guy that. tried to shake his hand because it was so amazing. And he was like, I don't, I'm not gonna touch you. Goodbye. So that would see you again. Would you go on that ride then? Would you work to on the Tower of Terror? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. All right. I picked the Haunted Mansion because I've just, I've always been in love with that ride. Okay. They cha- they, did you have you been to Disneyland in Paris? No, but recently in Paris, they just reopened it like last month. Oh, the fa- Phantom Manor. <coughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, no, no, no. It, fe- it felt like they didn't change anything. Probably not. They might have just give it a service. Yeah, that and also they add like they added some stuff, but not like a yeah. big thing. They changed the girl in the in the. Do you remember when you just enter? I've been to yeah. Disney so many times that it feels so the good. Bride. Yeah. So yeah. No, not the bride. Oh, the not girl the bride. inside of the, how do you say that? The Kadurvola. Oh, Madame Leota. Yes. So they changed hair, I think. Oh, yeah. all right. Well, that she makes sense. She looks younger and... and they, they, they changed how they did that because it used to be a kind of very basic Pepper's Ghost kind of thing. It Say was basic, a bigger... A bigger now it's a and another thing that they thing. changed and they really hated. So do you remember at the end when the, the ghost appears behind you, like on in the top the of the... In the mirror. Yeah. Yeah. So they changed it. Now they appear in between the the... How do you call them? Like the booth thing. Yeah. So in between the booth and say, like, ah. oh, doom buggies, I believe and they're it's, called. I don't know, but it's not even. I don't know. Well, here's the thing. I was like, very upset about that. I love um, the haunted mansion because I've always loved ghosts, and ghouls, and haunted houses. Yeah, let, like let's that. talk about that. Yeah, let's talk about that because that's yeah. my wheelhouse. Yes. So yeah. I fell in love with that ride when I when I went on it years ago, and it's been my dream to do every haunted mansion that <gasps> Disney have. But uh, we don't have that many, though. Well, like they have Paris, California, and Tokyo. Florida. Tokyo, they Tokyo don't have? doesn't have one because they don't have the same supernatural kind of uh, uh, folklore. And so in Tokyo, what? they have a ride that's like a haunted mansion, but it's called like I can't remember now, but it's called like Professor Wacky's Museum of Weirdness. It's something like that. Okay. And the idea is you go on a ride. And you're in this museum full of wonderful weird things from all over the world, but then a monkey lets this genie free, and the genie turns everything to life in the building. So you're oh, it around. sounds beautiful. It's beautiful, and it's one of the first rides that Disney used. I think that had a trackless system, so like they're all guided by GPS and magnets under the floor, so there's no tracks. So there's even a bit where all the doom buggies that are on the ride do a kind of tango around each other. In this okay. Oh space. yeah. All right. I love all that. 
So it sounds amazing. Yeah, no, it is. I get. Yeah, I and it reminds me like that thing with the magnets. Have you? When was the last time you've been to Disney Paris? Oh uh, no, not not for a while. I was there last week. That's what I'm saying. And there, oh, really? there is a new like there. I think there are like maybe a couple of new rides since I was there last time, like almost 10 years ago. Yeah. Uh, but they have the Ratatouille one. Do you hear about this one? No, what's that? It's so sweet. It, it is very sweet. Like it's, I don't know, I felt like too much an adult. And also, have you, have you done, did you do the Avatar ride? No, because I, I, I find Avatar boring. No, 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 so. no, no. So this is the best ride really, that though? the world have right now yeah really it's, yeah it's a new generation of like of rides okay. i didn't like avatar that much but but the ride it was like is it because it's immersive because the thing is i looked at it and it looks like it's just a tour around avatar land no not this one the real avatar they're like i think they have two things that calls avatar one is oh. just like you're in a river or something yeah then one is the ride that you need to it's it's one of the longest uh lines in the history of disney it's in the animal kingdom and and I think we wait. We were waiting for like four hours, which is short. But every person told us, like, no matter what, don't skip that ride. Like, don't skip that ride. And we're like, oh my god, we're gonna wait. Like, spend four hours of our day so just what, standing. Without sounding rude, what's good about it? Because when I've seen videos, it's just so, like no, a riverboat so, thing through. So you're you're basically the the ride is that you're sitting on that animal, like the the huge Flying bird thing. Yeah, and you're sitting actually on like a motorcycle. Kind okay. of a motorcycle. They they close you from the back, like the yeah. safety things. Lock you and in. you put yeah, and you put like glasses, and you're basically on that bird. But it feels so real oh. that it's it's crazy. All right, fair enough. Then there must be two rides because the one I saw wow. the of was some kind of no no no. So this is the other ride. one. It's right next to it. All right, fair yeah. enough then. But this thing is is so after four hours. I thought like maybe I'm just excited and I'm saying that it's amazing because I was waiting four hours and I don't want to feel stupid but yeah. no it's just amazing an amazing ride <laughs> it is oh i'll take a word for it i don't know I, I, wow I, and pe- people that go to disney like a lot they told us that to get a, uh, a fast pass for that yeah it's like six months ahead it's not very fast yeah then, is it, it? it is like the the biggest ride ever I, right i'll now. take their word for it then it's but for me it's like i just i always i, I don't know I, my favorite rides at disney top five list here we go top five because everyone loves lists in no particular order, just as they come to me. Splash Mountain. Okay, so when I was in in Disney, in Orlando, it yeah. was closed. That's unfortunate. I know, it was one of my dreams. I think, what, what, what it was in a TV show, in the beginning of a TV show. What it, was was a, it, was, uh, it was from a film originally called Songs of the South. Okay, the, I think there is like, or maybe an episode of, uh, what was the name in English for uh, the show with Steve Urkel? Oh... I know which one you mean. In Hebrew. I can't remember. So I think there was like one episode with them like doing that. And I was like, I want to do that. Oh, right. So you wanted to have the experience in the TV show. Yes. Ah, yes. That's I how I knew about that ride. And then when I was there, it was closed. I was so pissed. <laughs> of mine it's, like, that. it's like now in London, the Big Ben is like under construction. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, what's going on with that? I came here to see the Big Ben. Uh, it's, and the guards. I, I, I can't. I can only apologize on behalf of this country it's okay. for the lack of Big Ben. Yeah, it was but. just. I just thought like I think. I think that like I need to get a new trip to London, and I want the Queen to pay for it. Yeah, so give it, give it a year, thing. and then we'll make sure Big Ben's oh ready for you. Oh my God. Okay. Because you know it's Britain, so it might yes, not. Yes. Someone told me that like last year it was the same. <laughs> like, oh my God. Yeah. What's going on? So, All right. So, Splash Mountain. So Splash Mountain, that'd be one. 
Next one. Haunted Mansion, obviously, best thing ever. Genuinely, the, imo- the amount of imagination and wit and creativity that make that ride is beautiful. It's an ama- it's, it's, it's just amazing. It is. It's- can, I, can I guess the next one after you said Go on. that? The uh, Car- Caribbeans, the pirates. No. no. No? That's a fine ride. Not a problem. Nothing against I, I feel like it's very close to the imagination of the of the mansion it, it no it is it totally is but the, the thing i it's just it's just i know it's one of those things where you know like something is good but you just don't connect with it it's like that i just didn't connect with parts of the caribbean it didn't spark my imagination okay. like so, now i do, it wasn't when i was a kid obviously because pirates of the caribbeans weren't like a big thing back yeah. then but it just started but in Orlando, I just realized that they have like hidden Johnny Depp's like all around, so you yeah, can find they've, him. They've, 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 it's weird. They refit the whole ride to fit, yeah. make it fit the movie. <laughs> yeah. And now with Johnny Depp having the career he has at the moment and his personal life, maybe we should a, take him off. Maybe we should put a bag over his head. <laughs> Is that all right? We can do that. Can, can we put a bag over Johnny Depp's animated head? <laughs> um, all right. No. Next one. Indiana Jones and the uh, t- Temple of the Forbidden Eye. Where? In California. In California, okay. That ride is amazing as it, well. Does it still go backwards? Yeah. So it in was... Paris they changed it recently and it doesn't. And it's such a... It, it used to have a thing where it had three doors and you entered a random door. But that was an illusion because it was always the same door and the lighting was different. But they oh, stopped doing that now that's cool. because it was, uh, it was too hard to maintain. <laughs> but it's, it's just a really good ride. It's like a, you're in a Jeep. And you're going through a tunnel. There's booby traps and spikes and rolling balls and everything and explosions. Lots of fun. Again, that's great because what that ride does well, which Disney does really Wait, well in so general. Wait, so it's different than the Indiana Jones in, in Paris, Paris, which is just a roller coaster. It, it is a roller coaster. It this, used to go backwards. Yeah, and no, they change a, it now. It's just a boring roller coaster that your head is just because it's so old. So your head is just like bumping no, yeah, the sides no, of it. It's nothing like that. Gave this me a ride is a, is a dark ride, so it's all inside, Ooh, okay. and it's a it's like a jeep on a on a road. You go across a bridge. And there's monsters and a big snake that attacks you and lasers and fire and bugs. I want to go there now. It's an amazing ride because it's like what Disney do really well is they do theming well. So the minute you enter a ride queue to when you leave, they put thought and effort into everything. It's it. They're <coughs> so they're so good. Like yeah, and so good. Every time I'm in Disney, I'm like, how 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 are they so good and everything? Which well, just it's the immersion. It's what you need to have a successful ride. Is that sense of losing yourself to the imagination of what they've built. And so when the Indiana Jones ride opened, initially you got a little card and it had hieroglyphs on and you could, as you were waiting in the queue, you could decode all the high, high, high oh, I can't even say the word now, hieroglyphs. Hieroglyphs? Why can't I remember a word I just said five seconds ago? Anyway, <laughs> moving swiftly on. You can do all the decoding and things like that and then it gives you the kids, gives the kids something to play with by the way. Okay. In the queue. But then when you go into the tunnel, you can bash a pole and the whole floor shakes, or you can pull a rope and hear a voice, and there's all this stuff going on. So it's like the, there's the new train in uh, in uh, Disney Paris in the studios that I've done last week. Yeah, it's like a, it's a train. It's basically like a bus that take you as a train, and you see like all the like there's huge oh, like they do a Hollywood tour thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. I like it. Yeah, it's all it's right. interesting. It's an in- MGM is an interesting uh, park anyway. But I won't go into that because this is not a podcast about theme park building. It is not. And also, I've just been regurgitating it's, a bunch it's of stuff. It's so like. general that I'm like, I don't like those rides or, <laughs> or attractions. Um, okay, so ride number four, Tower of Terror. Okay. Because even though I don't particularly like drop that's my, rides. That's my number one. It's it's, it's a beautiful ride. Again, it's theming. beautiful. Um, 
and it depends on what version you've been in, but obviously the, the Florida one's the best. The Florida is the best? Yeah. Because, Why? Because there's a massive difference between the California and the Florida one. So, so the, the Florida one, I don't like, I, I, I was really upset there. Really? Yeah. Like Why? for me in my head, it was like, oh my God, it's the biggest Disney. That's like the house of Disney, the house of Mickey Mouse. Yeah. But first, everything is so old. Second, every, like the, the Epcot, the, the big round, the, the, the big hole, yeah. What the hell is that? You can't like put some money from all the, the Minnie Mouse earrings that people are buying and, and do something in there. Well, that's, there's, like, a ride, there's a ride in there? Yes, and it's terrible. It's like the longest line ever. But they're also revamping that as well. Because the Epcot's getting this huge so... multi-multi-million uh, upgrade in the next few years. Hopefully. Ramp. But I, I felt like I'm in the 90s. And also I feel like America, because this is America. And in America, it's all about like the... It's not about the show. It's about like, all right, we're working here. So you, I didn't really feel the, the magic around me. Oh, like well, no, it, it I, was I mean, kind of like a, a factory of well, that, Disney. That's the problem with Epcot is that, and it's a the thing they're trying to change. Is that it was effectively opened as a, like a world fair. So the idea was that it would open and it would be a, a permanent world fair with businesses sponsoring rides that were educational. And then okay, yes, that yes. was the premise. So, the so that's is, the thing of the. Yeah. that's what you learn about the history of people. The, I was rambling on about the whole, uh, Tower of Terror. Great ride, great immersion. I like the drop. Yeah, here's why it's better than the California version. California version was built after the Florida one, right? And they didn't have as much space, so they had to cut out and redesign a bit of the building. So in the Florida version, the do you, you know what year was that? Uh, Mid nineties, whenever it was, because okay. it was it was it opened with the MGM Park and then it opened a few years later in California I believe or Florida whatever way in Paris it's pretty new yeah no it's really new in Paris it was like 2007 I think yeah but the difference is is that in the Florida one the lift goes up the shaft opens the door and then it comes out of the shaft and then goes through a corridor where there are things swirling and doors moving and then it enters another shaft okay and then it goes up to the next bit and then it does the drop in California, it just goes up and then drops. There's no yes. coming out the lift shaft. There's no haunted corridor. So in Paris, the, they do something, but it doesn't go out. No. Like, it doesn't feel like it goes out, at least. And now it's been gutted anyway. Which one got gutted? California to become the Guardians what, of the Galaxy is... ride. Oh, really? Yeah. No. So there's no Tower of Terror now in California. Oh, my California. God. It's now Guardians of the Galaxy, the ride. Oh. Same thing, though. Drop but ride. I have to say yeah. that they just finished to... to... I don't know. They changed a little bit the the Space Mountain, and oh. I don't like Star Wars that much. No, but the ride is so fucking amazing. Well, here's the thing: my fifth one was going to be Space Mountain, but specifically the Space Mountain in Euro Disney Paris, because when it, it happened, Jules Verne, you know, looked to it. So they had the whole Journey to the Moon thing. Yeah, and I love the steampunk and I love the so they change. It, it's so perfect now. If, like it, though, it, it, I know. I was like, "Oh my god, I don't like Star Wars." But it there's basically nothing with Star Wars besides like some lasers that it feels like See, they're shooting on you. I get it. I get why they put Star Wars in it, but at the same yeah, time, it's too. like I loved the Jules Verne thing. But it's still it, you're still like in space, and no, and it's it's I like, amazing. I they, like the brass, and I they like did it so well. The they thing. did it so well. Oh, I I love that. Just you know what it is. I'm gonna come out now. I don't care for Star Trek, Star Wars. Yeah, me neither. I'm just at that point where it's like it's everywhere. It uh, is. Can we? I don't know. Yeah. 
And also, like, so when I went to, to Orlando, it was after I've been to Paris so many times and I've done every single ride, like, at least two times. Yeah. So I arrived to, to Orlando and I was like, are you kidding me? Like, that, where, that? so when I did the Space Mountain there, I was like, what the hell? Am I in an amusement park in my neighborhood? Like, what? <laughs> it was so lame. It's, it's, an old, it's an old fashioned ride, the original Space Mountain, but it has the distinguished honor of being a ride that saved Disney on numerous occasions. So, Euro Disney was for dying on its ass and being a massive failure. And so, they put in a Space Mountain and it helped in t- attendance grow. But it's so of- bad now. We're in 2019. Oh, but like- I mean, the one in, uh, I think Florida's getting another revamp soon. I hope so. They need that. Well, all rides need it eventually. And another thing that rides. bothered me a lot in the in the Disney, but that's like a problem with America. It's all the obese people with uh, their strollers. They have like their own like I don't know, like that that how do you call it? No, the, like, they call. Oh, what do they call it? Like them, a yeah. cart, a little cart for a fat person. There's there's a phrase we use in this country that I can't remember now. Cunt. No, <laughs> no I'm kidding. <laughs> a cunt stroller. Uh, Forget it. I can't remember the name. There's a very specific name that you But it for made it. me feel so bad, like, about everything in life, about the world, about America, about Disney. I'm like, and they're all, like, so obsessed with Disney, with the shirts and with the, the, the earring, the ears, the mini ears. Yeah. I'm like, you, you no, she, that person doesn't look like a part of Disney. I'm sorry. I don't know. Like, right? Stop you, eating. You could argue that maybe it is exactly the image like, of America. It, it, it is like someone. a big, a huge problem in America. And, and in Disney, I don't want to say that. Because they're, like, <laughs> they're in front of me in lines. They, they have like their own spatial line. Yeah. I'm like, no, that's your problem that what you didn't stop do? eating. What they should do is build rides specifically for those carts to drive around. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you that's know? it. And then they out, outside of the park. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Behind the bushes. Yeah, with, with the Dumbo ears. Wow. Like, no, it, it's, it's, it's terrible. It's okay. Ah. Thank you. Oh, no, don't worry about it. It's good. <laughs> don't worry. Oh, it's good. It's good. As long as, long as you got your coffee, it's good. Yeah. It's okay. Thanks. It's all right. Good job, you took it. safety devices. <laughs> <laughs> Fail saves. Right, that's one on the pull power uh, lead tally. What is it? You know what, my brain. I'm waking up. I was, I was, I was working till four last night, so that's oh, why okay. I'm still sleeping. Yeah. Um, people walking and pulling that out. Tally one, click. We'll see how oh many, we'll see oh how many do it now. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So that's it. That's my top five. Is it? No. I've done them all. Yeah, bollocks. Even if I haven't, that's, that's enough. I feel like I have 10 on my top five. No, yeah. <laughs> also the rides that you just go on and you light. Like the, like the, the Buzz Lighter is a great ride. Never been on it. No? No. The one with the laser shooting and you have, beside no. the ride that you're doing, you also need to like shoot laser tags and oh, like yeah, stuff. Oh yeah, you can shoot it, them. And yeah, and then like you that. have like a, a score I've, I've at the end. I've seen that. Super last cool. time I went to I like it. any theme park, at all was like 2005 when I lived in LA so okay that was yeah. like the last time I got 2005 wow it's been a long time a lifetime ago since I was last yeah, there yeah but Disney Paris is so close to here it is but so it's also quite here, costly um so uh, to be honest like my best friend in Paris she has a, an annual pass which it costs only 250 euros Really? Yes, it's and nothing. you can go any time of year? Any time you want. That's all uh, right, so I So she guess. has her... But they also live like 
half an hour away from Disney. So it's, it's gonna say, perfect. Because uh, I don't. <laughs> so. Yeah, I know, I know. No, it's, if you don't live right, like, and also like if you live in Paris, it's still like harder to get there compared to like no, she lives really? like outside of Paris, right? Next okay. To, uh, but she also has forty-five euros tickets to any guest that she brings. So I paid oh. last week forty-five euros, and I could go to both parks. And, oh, the studio yeah, one as well. And she had also ten percent on everything, like food, and she did a gold membership. So. It's all perks, isn't it? Yeah. All the Disney, all the yeah. So forty-five euros. It's 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 normal price. And another thing, uh, it's cheaper than the Disney in in, uh, in oh, Orlando. Considerably, yeah. I have no idea why. Because well, I mean, the like I, just... I was pissed on the the Mini Mouse earrings, mm. uh, the e- earrings. I keep saying the ears that they sell it everywhere, like obsessively everywhere. Right. In in Orlando and. And it costs like twenty five dollars just for the hat. Just for it's even not a hat. Just just for ears. the ears. And in Paris, first they're not about like the ears. They're there to like feel the magic and yeah, enjoy yeah. the park. Uh, it, so that's the thing in Orlando. It's like all about like oh my god. First of all, you need to look like that. Oh, um, my mum's living room is literally like a shrine to Disney. Oh yeah, Every my time my she house, goes, my house, toys, figurines, yeah, limited edition like, statuettes. Matt doesn't know, but I still have so many like parts of Disney in my house in Israel that I need to bring home. Like I don't, I see, I don't have much, but I've got one thing that I bought from a Disney park that I really like, and it was a CD album of all the music from the Haunted Mansion ride. Ooh, so it's just basically the score. That's, that's amazing. But what's great they about the CD... They don't do that anymore, I think. No, but yeah. what's great about the CD is it's got Vincent Price doing the voiceover for the Haunted Mansion because he was originally going to be the voice for the Phantom Manor. But then the French went, mm, it should be in French. And so even though he recorded a French version, they dumped it and got another actor in to record the voice okay. of the mansion. So there is a, on that CD, Vincent Price's audio. But that's to be cool. fair, thanks to YouTube, you can just watch it on YouTube now. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. YouTube has ruined all my exclusive things. I I still have my first uh, how do you call it, like a mug, like a yeah. cup. Uh, see, I it was my first time in Disney. It's now with me in Boston. Like that's my first mug because every time they went to Disney, I brought like more glasses yeah. and stuff. Uh, and it was two thousand and no, it was nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, that was my first time in 20 Disney. 20-year mug. Yeah, my cousin's bar mitzvah in Paris. We went to Disney. I got that beautiful, Interesting choice. beautiful mug with Mickey Mouse on it. And I still have the mug till today. I... 20 years. Oh, my God, it's 20 years. Shit. Yeah, don't think about it too oh, much. Oh, fuck, I didn't realize that. <laughs> yeah, don't think about time oh too much. Oh, my God. I remember when I, when I, years ago, 96, I went to Universal Studios and I got two mugs. One for my mate, who was a Back to the Future fan. And one for me, a Ghostbusters fan, so I had a Ghostbusters mug. And when I packed, I made sure my Ghostbusters mug had socks in and wrapped in things and everything. And his mug I just threw in, I didn't give two shits. <laughs> Get back to the UK. Ghostbusters mug smashed oh, his cup absolutely no. fine. And oh that'll teach God. me to be selfish. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it so is a good here's what lesson. I did. I kept the Back to the Future mug. And so I never gave him it. <laughs> it was stupid though, because it's, it's a weird mug. It's like this metal You're metallic such a good mug. Friend. But it says you can't drink from it because I think it's like covered in lead. Oh my god! But like it's this big, Seriously? heavy metal. Like the, it's it's they, a porcelain so, mug, but it's covered in. So they're working right now. That's something that I'm really excited. My friend told me that she didn't watch the Avengers, and because she doesn't like superheroes and stuff, and I was okay. like, "You have to watch the Avengers!" Like, come on! Like, I have so many friends that doesn't give a shit about like superheroes. Yeah, it is like a huge 
like cinema oh, a huge thing. thing yeah so they're working right now in the Disney Studios on uh, rides of Avengers they're gonna open like an Avenger- Avengers park the, the problem and is is that they, they can't have, they have the beautiful mug of uh, the hand of uh, Thanos oh yeah and as a mug be- yes it's beautiful do you know the interesting fact about Disney's uh, acquisition of Marvel is that they're not allowed to use some characters because Universal have the rights for them because in America they have uh, the Islands of Adventure and one of the parks is Superhero Park and they've got Hulk and Spider-Man rides this that and the other and Marvel have given gave their rights to Universal for theme park rides before Disney bought them whenever it was a year oh ago. Oh my god. So Disney are very, very limited to what Oh my characters god, they can I didn't use. see any Spider Man now when you mentioned that. You won't see Spider Man at Disney Park. You probably won't see And uh, Thor either. Thor. You probably won't <gasps> see Hulk. But they do have like mags of Thor. Oh yeah, they can sell yeah. the merch. You just can't yeah. make rides based on them because those characters Oh my god, that's belong so... at the moment to, to Universal <gasps> I still. I hate that. It's funny though, isn't it? Do you know till what year? What year? Yeah, what year is gonna like the contract? Oh is god knows. God I don't knows. know, Captain America ended his contract. It just... True, but that's he's a character, so that's allowed. He's allowed to retire. Yeah. And live out his life with Peggy. Spoilers, I don't care. Um I don't like him. They like Captain America. No, I don't he's like lovely, Captain America. He's a lovely man. I don't know. It's too fake for me. Like the way, like you he's don't the actor. trust genuine people, and he is the most genuine human being who's ever lived. I don't know. It's too much. Like you're suspicious because he's too nice. Be behind me. I'm like, oh no. What are you like? In, in <laughs> high school. Basically, you're attracted to bad boys. That's what it comes down to. That's what I'm Thor, psychologically. Though. I love Thor. Give me Thor. I want to see Thor more. Thor, yeah. Iron Man, uh, Doctor S- Doctor Strange. Strange yeah. yeah. Is one of my favorites too. Okay. Yeah. Good. Where do you but stand Captain on Rocket? American. Yeah. Who? Rocket. Rocket. Like Rocket? Yeah. Do you oh, like I him? I love him. He's adorable. Yeah, he is. Uh, Star Lord. Do you like him? Who's Star Lord? Chris Pratt. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah. I like. Yeah, I like his. <laughs> I, li- I like his character. I like that he's like very millennial. Yeah. And I, f- I feel like very connected to him. <laughs> <laughs> oh bless. Uh, Fair enough. Yeah, I haven't seen stupid it generation. Oh, you, seen oh it. my god, you should. I just haven't had the time. And the thing, the thing is, is like someone said to me recently, "Do you want to go to the cinema?" And I was like, "I can, I can see one film. Do you want to watch Pikachu or do you want to watch Avengers?" And I was like, "I'd Pikachu? rather see Pikachu." Do you know why? And this is not, this is not a kind of snobby thing, but it's just I've never seen a live action Pokemon, but I have seen twenty Marvel movies. And so I'll wait on the yeah. Marvel movies and I'll no, see but, but the But the thing with thing. it, so because Matt, my husband, is uh, doing a podcast and everything. Yeah. But like superheroes that no one actually knows. Right. Uh, yeah. Have you ever heard about uh, Quantum? Quant- what's his name? I forgot his name. Oh, my God. Quantum Man. Yes. Yeah, I mean, like I don't that. know. I could literally say anything yeah, right now and it could already be quantum. a hero. The Quantum Zone. That's the, the name of the podcast. Okay. Uh, Quasar. No. Yeah, no one heard about him, but he's obsessed with him now. See, my um, favorite Marvel character is one that I don't think we'll ever get another movie. That's Howard the Duck. Who? Howard the Duck. I don't know him. Howard the Duck had a really infamously bad film made in 1986. Okay. That sounds something to like already. And it's officially the first ever Marvel movie. Oh my God. George Lucas produced it. And the story goes that Universal for years were going to Lucas make us a movie your Star Wars films and Indiana Jones films are huge and we turned them down so make something for us and he went alright I've got a project I want to do I want to make Howard the Duck which is what he did and then that was an all, all mitigated fucking shit I'm, show yeah I'm gonna watch it 
but it's, it's a bad film for various reasons. <coughs> Tonally, it's all over the place. It's like it's meant to be a kid's adventure, and yet there are seriously awkward adult themes in it. There's even a bit where Howard gets a job in a sex shop or a okay. brothel. Anyway, I love the character because in the comic books, it was kind of like a like a proto-Deadpool almost. Like he was a detective who lived in Duckwill, but he also was like sarcastic and aware of the fact that he was in a comic book and things. Oh, that's cool. That sounds but really cool. It's really good. And so he, the character appears very briefly in Gone to the Galaxy. At the end credits, you see a Ooh, duck in a cage. Okay. And that's how the duck. Cool. And apparently right now they're making an animated series for a Marvel How the Duck animated series with all these rare that sounds, that Marvel characters who don't yeah. get to be on the big screen and making cartoon series out of it. I think oh, it's yeah, for Hulu. They, they, they need that. Hulu or, or Netflix, one of those. Okay. Matt probably knows about it. Probably. Yeah, but I the, don't, you know, the reason that we watched it in the, this, the day that it, they released it because Matt didn't want to uh, get spoiled. any spoilers. Yeah. I'll be honest, the first thing I did when the film was released is I went to Wikipedia and read the whole plot. And I was like, fine, that will uh, do me now. So you know everything? It's, yeah, but it's not. It's, it's just because it's like... No, it's it's so... it's. I feel like it's too good to know before. Yeah. I will definitely see it, but and it will probably thing, be... There, there are so home. many spoilers everywhere all the time, so you even don't know what's real and what's not. I say it's, 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 it's more that I'll... I don't particularly like going to the cinema as an experience anyway these days. Too loud, too long, expensive. Love, Everyone's love, on yeah, their phones. I'm at a stage now where I'd rather wait till it comes on Netflix or on home video and I can just watch it on my telly. At home. Yeah, but we watched it also uh, in a uh, 3D. Oh, God. <laughs> it was amazing. Really? Cause I, yeah, you know, I it don't was know. amazing. I, I love the 3D thing. I don't mind it. I, I've, I only saw Ghostbusters 2016 in 3D. So can you explain me about the Ghostbuster thing? How did it start with like... Oh, you want to get into that? Yeah. Right. So for me... Yeah, we have some time. Yeah, we have some time. And to be honest, it's could you do it now? Otherwise, the whole podcast would have been about Ghostbusters. Yeah. So if most people have Star Wars, right? Yeah. Or Lord of the Rings as their big thing, I have Ghostbusters. That was the film that turned me on to love of cinema, love of comedy, love of horror, love of Dan Aykroyd, even though he's mental. Um, all of those things. And, and writing comedy as well, very ornate language, all comes from watching that film. So it just stuck with me. It was like the first film I went to the cinema and saw when I was six or seven. And in my mind, what sticks out is just the advertising of the film itself, which is just the logo. So when the film came out, that's all it was. It was just a black panel logo. And that was enough to get my interest. Okay. What year was that, the first one? That was 84. 84, okay. Um, I was minus six. Yeah, though we're not going to talk about age yeah. right now. It's not a great idea. Yeah, I just realized that it was in Disney 20 years ago and it makes me feel yeah, very no. bad. Yeah, you, you carry on reminding me how old I am. You oh carry, it's God, great I don't and comforting. Cry now. <laughs> how, how, why, why is time passing so fast? Why? Don't think about it. Oh. If you think about it, you'll become aware it will of pa- it. It will, it will pass faster yeah. if you think about it. So that was it. It's it was true. just a film that caught my imagination. It was, like, it was interesting because it was like regular guys doing something extraordinary. And I always loved the Supernatural anyway. I always loved I didn't watch the first one. I don't think I watched after that. How many are they? There are three films and a fourth next year. Oh, really? There's another one? There's a third one that came... There was a one that came the out two years one, ago yeah, with, yeah. with, you know, Melissa uh, McCarthy. Uh, and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And then there's one coming out next year, which is directed by Jason Reitman, son of Ivan Reitman. Jason Reitman did Juno. And uh, thank you for not smoking and films like that. Okay. We'll see how it goes. But I, 
uh, for my there point are many view, people like you like obsessed with yeah. Ghostbusters well this is the thing N- next month I'm going to LA because there is a Ghostbusters fan fest at the Sony lot in Culver City where two wow. days are it's a Ghostbusters extravaganza cast are going to be there signing filming one of the reasons I'm going over is because I was very loosely involved in a documentary about the making of the films Okay. And so I'm going over to help with the premiere of that and also do a Q&A after the screening with the director. That's, That's amazing. That's kind of what I'm going over for. Wow. Yeah, it should be fun. Yeah. And again, it's like it's like, like, like the most fan bases. There is lots of good and lots of bad. And you've got to kind of deal with both. Because part of me doing this fan fest thing is that I'm going to write a book basically now on my life as a Ghostbuster fan, but also on how ghost hunting became something I did re- for, in real life to help did me you? yeah to help me get through men, uh, depression wow and again it, it, that's what my solo show was about in 2013 so yeah so what 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 was the name of your show it was called Paul Gannon ain't afraid of no ghost oh that's good I like that it was all right yeah it wasn't I, I, on retrospect I wouldn't have called it that but anyway whatever but it was a solo show about me being Ghostbusters fan having a mental breakdown, a suicide attempt, going through the system of getting mental health care. And then one doctor said to me, you just, he wasn't being offhand. He was actually saying, you need to get out of your rut. You need to go and get a hobby, get out of the house. And so because I was a huge fan of shows like Ghost, Haunt, Ghost Hunters or Ghost Adventures or Most Haunted, I was like, I want to do that. So I'm going to go and do ghost hunting at the weekend with these ghost hunting groups. And though for like two or what, three what years... Did you do, what did you do there? Like as a ghost hunter? The joke I made, I say joke, but the, the, the analogy I made was ghost hunting's like fishing in that you spend a lot of time doing nothing and then you lie about what you saw, right? <laughs> so what was fascinating about it for me was I got to hang out So you've out never with, seen anything? No, I mean, I've, I've had unusual things happen, but that doesn't mean I'm all of a sudden a believer of the supernatural. In fact, I don't believe in life you after don't death. Know, I don't okay, believe in ghosts. That's, that's for me, funnier. Well, for me, it was more of an excuse to do something I was always a fan of and just see what it was like, but also yeah. meet people who do it and believe it. And it's fascinating the people you meet doing this. There are the women, men and women who organize these events and they're totally into it and they're totally faithful and they're totally, you know, willing you to have an experience like they have had. And then there are people who it's a stag weekend. It's a hen night. It's you know, it's a it's a wedding celebration. It's a birthday party gift, and they'll go along to these events. Wow, it sounds amazing! I want to do one. Yeah, you for about fifty, sixty pounds or dollars. I mean, I, I guarantee they do it in America. You can hang out yeah. with a ghost hunting group overnight in a haunted location, and they give you all the gadgets you see on the TV, and you spend up till three or four in the morning doing a ghost hunt, and that's it. You get a psychic, and they go, oh. There's a ghost over there. Oh, you just missed it. Oh, yeah, I saw one. Oh, my, the it. only thing that I'm, I'm scared of is because I'm a very obsessive person. Yeah. And if I'm going to do that once, I might get into it and I'm going to become... I got into it heavily to the point where I ended up presenting a touring theater show, which was like a, a reality TV ghost hunting show, but on stage. So we'd lock the audience into the theater. We'd do ghost experiments at different parts nice. of the theater, Ouija boards, all these little experiments. And That's my job cool. was to be the host and kind of on-site skeptic because a lot of weird shit happened. Yeah. But nothing that would convince me of anything supernatural. But also, like, for instance, the best thing that ever happened on the tour happened right at the very end. We went to a place called Inverness in Scotland. This old theater was built over a church. And... Got a very long story short. We're on stage. 
they're doing a Ouija board behind me and they're contacting a girl apparently who's come through and she used to play on the site where the church was with her brother and she was killed somehow in the past before the theatre was built. Now, usually I don't record the show, but I had a little recorder with me on the day and I'd let it run the whole show. When we're doing this seance with the Ouija board and all this stuff, I'm standing at the front of the stage and halfway through the, the Ouija board, I, I hear just ahead of me this little girl's voice go, la, la, la. No way. Now, I ignored it first until like 20 or 30 people in the audience, and this was like an audience of 600 people, started murmuring, did you hear that? Did you hear that? So I stopped and went, excuse me, did anyone hear a little girl's voice? And then 600 people all went, yeah. And then I said, all right, where did you think the sound comes from? And then 600 people all pointed to basically where I was on stage. So I stopped the recording, rewound it a few seconds, listened back, and there's a bit where you can hear me blah, blah, blah on, and then right after that, you hear this little voice go, la, la, la. Oh, my God, that's crazy. And it's the creepiest thing. Now, it is. again, that is not proof of ghosts or the supernatural. I can't tell you what that sound was. For all I know, it could have been an owl hiding in the rafters. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But it was amazing because 600 people all experienced it at the same it, time. It, it is all, amazing. It was all loud enough to wow, hear it. And it was crazy. loud enough. And, I, and again, when I'm on stage, it sounded like it was coming from where you would be talking almost. Yeah. You know? But faint. So it was tangible almost in terms of I could place the sound, but I couldn't see it. Oh my God, that's insane. And I, what another thing like that happened? For, for me one time, uh, when I was, I think like in seventh grade, uh, we did, I went to a scout, scouts, uh, and they did like something, they taught us how to, to do seance. Because, okay, because that's how he teach kids. Yes, I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, but do you know that thing that you take, like basically we took a Bible. Oh Yeah. So good, good scouts in Israel. Uh, and then you put a key yeah. inside, and you take a string, you tie the the key. Yeah. You understand, like yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you, two people or one person can. You need to hold the book through the string. No, no. So you just like put your hands. Like it's it's one of those keys that like the the top is square. Okay. So you can hold it like this with two fingers and you ask yes no questions and it goes right and left oh okay all right so it's so pretty cool that. and so when the 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 teacher are they teachers how do you call them like scout leaders yeah the leaders so when the the leaders did it i was like huh, i'm very skeptic I'm like, yeah and also i love like horror movies and i love ghost stories and like stuff like that because i don't know i grew up the first horror movie i watched when i was four years old and since then i was just obsessed with like horror films <laughs> Fair enough. so i was like all right let, let's try that alone and i tried that and i swear to god it worked i didn't move anything but it moved like okay. alone and then one time a few days later i tried to do that in class and i took the bible put the i put my home key in it and it, I started to ask questions while there's a teacher talking and it just started to move really fast and it fell from my hands. Okay. I was like, oh shit, like something is weird. So I took it out, I put it all together again, I tried to hold it and it just like fell again. And I swear to God, I didn't control it, Fair I enough. didn't fake it. And it was so stressed. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, that's bad. And I, I started to get like really scary. Well, it's, scared. Like it's, it's one of these things for me where it's like, I can go by my own experiences. But when people tell me theirs, I'm very quick to not judge. Yeah. Because it's all personal to Yeah, so since everyone. that moment, I'm like, it's not that I believe in ghosts and stuff like that, but but also because that happened to me, I'm like, 
it might have. Like I, I'm not saying that it's a ghost, but I'm saying that there is something supernatural out there. That's for sure. I mean, the word paranormal is a word I prefer to use than supernatural. Yeah, it happens. It says to me more like the unexplained. Like there's a there's a there's a line in the film The Haunting where this guy goes, "Oh, this thing's called preternatural stuff that we know." and we can tangibly see but we can't explain like magnets originally was a preternatural event but now it's explainable okay paranormal is similar to that in that we just don't know what to explain because we don't know what it is we're trying to judge in a, in a, in a scientific way which is why people can get away with freaking murder and yeah. say any old bollocks when it comes to ghost hunting no no it's insane but, but, but then like what I did after that happened I just took the the key yeah and I asked kids in school if they can break the key for me because oh, I, was, so. I was too scared and then mm-hmm. I went to my mom and told her that I lost my key and she was pissed she was like how do you lose your key and I and gave yeah, it to she, a Satanist to break in case I I yeah, it's, either, it's either to use the key or like I don't know ghosts at home I'm not like well all I've learned today is that the Israeli scouts tents seemingly have an occult badge so you get yeah. you know your, your, your fire making <laughs> your, your sewing badge and your occult badge yeah Oh my god! No, but that—that that was like my scariest story. But it, like when when you told me now your story, I'm like, yeah, it yeah. happens. It's, weird stuff happens. I was in a, in a in a an abandoned fort. Oh yeah, this is a good one as well. So I'll, I'll tell you this one, then I'll I'll shoot off actually. Yeah. But so I was in this abandoned fort on the south coast of England, and it was built um, to defend us from the Spanish, I believe, originally. So along the front there were gun turrets. Anyway, we're gonna go. Something. It's midnight, one o'clock in the morning. We're down below, like the parapet so we're actually in the cliff face where this fort's built into okay and at around one in the morning we all heard this kind of ba-boom ba-ba-boom and I thought are they is the fireworks going off so I radioed up to the like head office and I was like sorry is anyone outside doing fireworks or something and they were like no it's dead quiet here and I'm like we're hearing fireworks and again I'm recording this what year was that? this was five years ago I think I did it we're hearing these massive boom, boom, booms. I'm trying to trace the sound. We get to a point where I ask the people upstairs what part of the fort we're at. And they say, you are at the armory where they had the cannons. And so it sounded like we were in the room where the cannons were fired. And, and you weren't the, the only one that heard that. No, I've got, I've got the recording of this sound as well. Oh my it, God. it sounds like gun fire, but we are in a room. There's... I, again, I can't explain it. I'm not saying it's ghosts, but I'm saying that I was in a room with five other, pe- other people and we heard cannon fire below the ground. Wow. Bizarre. It is. Yeah. It is bizarre. And it, it is like very interesting. Like I like those things. Those um, stories and those like experiences. And for, me, for me, it's the joy of that. It's the joy of not knowing. It's the joy of yeah, exactly. people's experiences. Exactly. And so for me, it helped my mental health because basically I saw the world a bit differently I saw people a bit differently and I had a bit more confidence and bravery to do stuff I probably would have done a year or two earlier so you know it was something mad and a bit weird but I'm glad I did it yeah I managed to rinse the solo so show out of your it show, your shows is still no 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 I'm, I'm going to turn it into a book okay so that's the plan so you stopped with the show the Ghostbusters show I stopped with stand up full stop once I got into okay. podcasting okay because that was far honestly far more rewarding and financially far more rewarding too. Yes, that's true. So, and also, yeah. So there you go. There's so much to do with that. So that's what I'm going to concentrate on. So I'm going to write this book and I'm going to carry on the podcast. Are you going to the Fringe this year? No. Are you doing anything? No? I like having money. 
So yeah, I'm not going to do it because yeah, it's expensive. Yeah, I know. I'm going for a few days and I already need money. <laughs> and the last one nearly killed me. So I could do without the stress. Oh, when was that? <laughs> you did it? 20, 2013, 2014, whenever oh it was. Oh my God, it's insane. I'm, I'm an older, wiser man now. It's insane. But good yeah. luck when you go. Yeah, like I, I feel like so many people here are like doing it and it, it's yeah. incredible. But it, like, seriously good it's luck. incredible how much money people have in the UK <laughs> I, I don't I, I, I don't think it they do yeah I bet they don't uh, uh, it's it's ridiculous yeah like I'm going this year for only four days and it's and I'm already broke from after the trip and I didn't even are you doing free fringe live. or are you doing like so I'm, I'm doing just like for four for four days to go to see what's okay. going on there and scout then out next, yeah and then next year I'm gonna bring my show that Probably to the free fringe. Good plan. Yeah, that's the most affordable. At least, at least like. for the first year, like I'm not gonna yeah. count on like. No one knows me. No, no, yet. no. But what, the benefit is, but, is that you can kind of live hand to mouth when you do it that way. So you can make money and you book it on the door, yeah. and that'll get you through. So yeah. if you do it right, you shouldn't have to pay too much once you get there. Yeah. It's just once before yeah, well, you get yeah, there. Yeah, like uh, an idea for the the bucket thing after the show. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm Jewish. Please help me. I want to yeah, be rich. Yeah, that's gonna work. I want to be rich. <laughs> Fair enough. Whatever yeah, works. Okay, that works for us. <laughs> yeah, I was I was talking with the other like comedians of it in uh, in United States. They don't have the buckets thing. No, which is so stupid because Americans they see are it so... socialism. No, but Americans they're like the most generous tippers ever. That's the thing as well. Yeah, you'd... and they would never they would never tell you no. They would always like if the French people in Paris like give so much money, like American they would double that. Yeah. And yeah, I feel like the comedians don't know how to work right. Yeah. It's all it's all Yeah, that's why I, I'm I'm on a tour right now to steal ideas and systems from oh, good. yeah. Good luck yeah. with that. Oh yeah, and I need to make money out so of it. So this isn't the somehow. podcast thing, this is more reconnaissance. Yeah, I'm just trying to get some secrets. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe you never I'm left part the of army. the Mossad. I'm the Israeli Mossad. <laughs> <laughs> No, well, so I've got to get going. All right. I'm yeah, really yeah, sorry, right. but I've got oh, to get no, going. No, no, that's okay. That's okay. We did an hour. That's amazing. Thank you so much. Do you want to do, do, tell about your podcast? Oh, uh, yeah. So I do a podcast called Cheap Show, where me and my co-host, Eli Silverman, we go to charity shops and pound lands and dollar trees or whatever you want to call it. And we look for cheap things that are amazing or weird or wrong or okay. scary. And did, so, did you watch Did you watch the Chris Lilly's new show? The What was it? Lunatics. No. Oh, my God. Do you know him? No. An Australian guy did a oh, no. high school. Yeah, no, I know the guy, but I don't know Jimmy. the show. So it's new right now, like I think like a couple of weeks ago, or maybe three weeks ago. Yeah. And it's on Netflix. It calls Lunatics. Okay. And there's one of the characters that he did. It's a, a foreign, a foreign, how do you say that? Like she used to be in the past uh, a porn star. Oh, yeah. She was a model and then a porn star, and now she's just like a lunatic. And she collects stuff. Yeah, we've gotten quite bad. I, through the podcast, built a considerable and impressive board game collection oh my god because i'll go to a chat shop and see this rare board no, game so so she she takes you to a tour in her house and she's like that's where i collect like that these are my like i don't know like uh she has a collection of remote controls and like, it's super it's hilarious yeah, no we're not quite that bad. And, then, and then they go to like they, they have like system like oh, every wednesday they go to to collect from trash every Thursday yeah, no, to, we're not that bad. We don't go anywhere near bins you, you have, yet. Yeah, now no, you happen. said that like you have to watch that specific character. <laughs> I also follow her. She was one of my favorite characters in the show, and if I follow her on Instagram, and it's oh, fair enough, amazing, fair enough. Yeah, that's our show in a nutshell. Then two boys swearing a lot, saying the c word, 
and looking for weird things in charity shops. And it's been reason. No, it has been quite successful. So we just carry on with it. That's it's amazing. Weekly, and if you want to follow us, it's at the Cheap Show Pod, or the website is thecheapshow.co.uk. Yeah, that sounds good. Go. So one one podcast right now that you're focusing. I, on? I do a few other things. I have a few YouTube channels and stuff like that. But Cheap Show is kind of like my baby. So that's oh, all I okay. kind of okay. protect and nurture, and then uh, emotionally blackmail. Right. Like every That's... good child should be treated. <laughs> All right, sweet. Thank you very much. All for right, thank me. you so much. Thank you so much for listening and stick around for next week episode. Uh-huh.